I want to tell you a story, Kindalach, about Reb Levi Yitzchak. But the story is about how great people, like Reb Levi Yitzchak, the father of the Rebbe, it was the Rav Yekaterinoslav, how these people, they, their enjoyment is not from physical things, from food. They enjoy spiritual things. And that gives them joy and pleasure in life. The story was told by the Rebbe Tzunchana, the wife of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, the mother of the Rebbe. She told this to the great Chassid Rabbi Yolkam, that she remembers when her husband, as we know, was arrested by the communist, and they gave him a very hard time. He suffered a lot. Finally, they sentenced him that he must go into Golis, into exile, and they sent him away far, far away from where Jews live into some very, very primitive old village where people didn't even have normal houses. They had like shacks that were falling apart. It was extremely hot and muggy there. And it was very hard to live there. There was hardly any food there. It was a miserable, miserable place. But he was forced to live there. The Rebbe Sanchana, when she found out where her husband was sent away to, she decided to make the long journey and travel on train for a long, long time till she arrived in that little tiny village and she joined her husband in that little tiny shack. And she tried to make him some food because Reblevik grew older and he got sick um, from all the suffering that he had to go through in the prisons. And so she tried to get food as much as possible and give her husband uh, the type of food that will keep him healthy and alive. She said that one time it was Friday and she wanted to prepare something for Shabbos, but she couldn't find anything. Nothing, nothing. She couldn't find flour, she couldn't make bread, and there was nothing for Shabbos. Friday night came, the Rebetzin was very sad. She sat down, she was also hungry, but she was very sad that she couldn't prepare anything in honor of Shabbos. And she saw her husband, that he was at all, not at all disturbed. He was happy, he was Shabbos. You could see he was delighting, he was rejoicing in Shabbos. He davened Kabbalah Shabbos with great simcha. And then when he finished Kabbalah Shabbos, after a long time finishing the davening, he was walking the, across the house, and the Rebbe was sitting there very sad with a face down. And the Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, the Rebbe's father, saw that his wife, the Rebetzin, was very sad. So he wanted to cheer her up. And he said, you know what the Gemara says? Or Chachamim tell us that there is a spice. Hashem says to the Jewish people, Tavlin Echad Yeshli. I have this very special spice. Its name is Shabbos. Hashem calls it a spice. A spice is something you put into the food. So you can enjoy the food. He says, well, Hashem is giving us a good spice. Who needs the food? We have a spice. Hashem gave us, it's called Shabbos. And she realized that her husband was rejoicing in the Shabbos, in the Kedush of Shabbos. And for him, the food wasn't so important. <sighs> this is a great tzaddikim that were able to feel the world of Shabbos, the Kedush of Shabbos, and they loved it and they enjoyed it so much but they didn't enjoy as much the, the gashmi as the food. That wasn't so important to them. Another interesting thing that illustrates how Rebbe Levi Yitzchak 
could feel and be sensitive to the great lofty Kedusha of Shabbos. So once there was a Jew in Yekaterinoslav, where the Rebbe Yisrael was the Rav, and the Jew used to keep his store open on Shabbos, he wasn't from, and Rebbe Yisrael, the Rav of the city, tried to get all the Jews to keep Shabbos. So he, one Shabbos, he walked over to that Jew in the store and begged him, he says, please, close your door on Shabbos. You're a Jew. Every Jew should know that it's Shabbos. You don't keep your door, you don't keep your store open on Shabbos. The Jew said, Reblevik, Rebbe, I don't know the difference between Shabbos and other days. They all look to be the same. Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, they're all the same thing. I can't tell the difference between one day and another. Why should I close my door, my store on Shabbos? It doesn't seem like any other day. And Reblevik got very excited and said to him, you know that the Dnieper River is right near Yekaterinoslav. There's a big, famous river. And you could hear the sound of the water because it was such a big river. You could hear the sound. The water was very strong, you know, flowing and rushing very loud. You could hear it all over town. And the Rebbe said to this Jew, don't you hear the sound of the Dnieper on Shabbos? It sounds differently. Of course, that Jew didn't hear that. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak could feel in the air, in the river. This is a different day. Shabbos is a... He felt the Kedush of Shabbos. He could feel in the sound of the water of the Dnieper. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a third story which is related to that. To show you how great Sadiqim, like Rabbi Levi and other, for them when Shabbos came, they felt the, the, the holiness of Shabbos and that's what got them excited and the Gashmi's, the food wasn't as important to them. I read this story, written in a book, which this, the person who told the story heard it from the person himself, who it happened to. So it's a true story. The story was heard by a man in a subway. He was in a train. He met a Jew there in 1963. Tovshin Chav Gimel. A man is in the train and he, and he starts talking to him, never met him before. And the man tells him how he survived the concentration camps. You all know what concentration camps are when the Germans in World War II put all the Jews in concentration camps like prisoners and they killed many of us, unfortunately. Six million Jews were murdered by these terrible German Nazis. He says, I was sent by the German officers into a room together with a great Rebbe, a tzaddik. The name of the tzaddik was Reb Chune Halberstam. Reb Chune Halberstam. He was known as the Koloshitz Rebbe. The Rebbe of Koloshitz. Koloshitz was a city in Poland, Galicia, the part of Galicia, which is a part of Poland. And he had thousands and thousands of Hasidim used to come to him. In fact, I knew a Rebbe where I grew up in Europe that was a Hasid of his. It was very close to him. He told many stories about him. Unfortunately, this Rebbe, Rebbe Chune Halberstam, uh, was killed by the Nazis too. But this Jew who told the story in the, in the subway, um, you know, meeting this other Jew, he was in the same cell, in the same room. Before the Rebbe was killed, they had spent together for a few weeks in the same room. 
And so the Jew on the train tells his friend that he just met what he saw uh, in when he observed this great tzaddik, how he uh, behaved in the in the concentration camp. You know, they were all dressed in these striped uniforms that the Nazis would give all the prisoners. So you couldn't tell one person from another, but he knew that this, this man is a great tzaddik. Even though he looked like everybody else. Now, he was a grandson of the famous Tzanzarov. Rebchuna Halberstam was the great-grandson of Reb Chaim of Tzanz. In fact, his grandfather was the famous Shinevarov, maybe Cheskel of Shinev, who was the son of the Tzanzarev. He says it was one Friday, it was getting close to Shabbos, and I see that the Koloshitzer Rebbe, the Koloshitzer Rov, is getting ready for Shabbos. Now, they're not clothes for Shabbos there. Everybody wears the same striped pajamas that the Nazis gave them. But it didn't matter. To him, it was Shabbos, and he got very excited that Shabbos is coming. And he said, I never saw anything like this. The man got red in the face from great joy and excitement. He knew Shabbos is coming. And I saw him getting ready for Kabbalah Shabbos. There were no Sidurim, obviously, in the concentration camps. But he knew the davening by heart. So he started singing Lechun And he was davening with such joy and excitement. I was like shocked. We're here in the concentration camps. Jews are getting killed every single day. Who knows when the Nazis are going to kill them. And he's like, it's come Shabbos, he forgets about everything. He just sings away, with such joy. He's in another world. As if he's back in Kolashitz in the shul with thousands of chassidim with him. It didn't matter to him. He forgot about the place where he was. He was completely in another world. It's Shabbos Kodesh. The Rebbe finished davening, and then he turns to sing singing Shalom Aleichem. He thinks Shalom Aleichem took him a half an hour to sing Shalom Aleichem. Then he turns to me, says to me, do you happen to have maybe a piece of bread, a piece of challah? And I said, yeah, I have a, an old stale piece of challah. And he said, okay, can you give me a tiny piece, a piece of your stale piece? I want, I want a piece so I can make kiddush. Because if you don't have wine to make kiddush, you make kiddush on bread. And if you don't have whole bread like Lechem Mishnah, you make it on any bread. So it'll be a, a piece of... A, of, of stale old bread, but I'll make Kiddush on something. So I told him, good, sure, no problem, and I broke off a piece of my piece of bread, and I gave it to him. And he started singing, saying, Yoy Shishi, with such excitement, I've never seen anything like it. You could think that he's like in Yerushalayim somewhere. He's in a concentration camp, and the Nazis are right here watching over their guns, and he's in another world. He said, Kiddush, and he finished Kiddush, and then he said, with great kavana, and then he took off a piece and ate. And then I see him saying like this, he's closing his eyes, he says, in my family, in my tradition, of the Tzanza tradition, the Tzanza Rebbes, Shabbos Kodesh, we ate fish. Was it Indian to eat fish? Not just uh, because it tastes good. Because fish... So, you know, has a meaning, you know. Fish means the, the, the spiritual world of the Nishamas and Malachim. It has meaning. So they used to eat fish, Lekovet Shabbos Kodesh. But there's no fish here in the camp. So, but he wants to be Yitzah, the Minahak to eat fish. So he breaks off another crumb from that piece of bread that he got. 
And he says, this will be instead of fish. And he put it in his mouth and he chews on it and he closes his eyes. He's excited. It's Shabbos Kodesh and he's eating fish to cover Shabbos. Then he took off another crumb and says, he broke off another crumb and says, you know, it's a minak to eat kugel on Shabbos. And it says in this forum that a kugel means something very special, spiritual and holy. And he thought about the meaning of it. And then he took that piece of stale piece of crumb of bread, put it in his mouth, it should be instead of kugel. And he eats it with great excitement. Then he takes off another crumb. He says, no, there's also minhag by us, by the Hasidim of Tzans, to eat tzimus. The kids know what tzimus is? Tzimus. Tzimus is a famous food, a dish, a very delicious dish that Jews in Europe used to eat. It's like a sweet carrot dish. So this carrots, which is cooked with sweet sugar and all kinds of stuff and spices, it tastes delicious. So he said, oh, take off another crumb. This will be instead of tzimus. Now the Jews watching him, you know, eating all these little crumbs instead of this food and that food. And Kiddush, he starts laughing. He says, Rebbe, what's going on with you? You have nothing all to think about. You have tzimus in your head. You have tzimus on your mind. Do you know where we are? We're in a terrible place. We're in a Gehenim. They're killing Jews every day here. And you're thinking about Simis? So to that, when the Rebbe heard this, he turned very serious, turned towards me, and said to me, I want you to listen carefully to what I'm going to tell you now. He says, remember, anything that happens to you, you should know it comes from Hashem. It's Hashgoch HaPratis. And there's a reason for everything. And you have to trust that Hashem does the right thing. Don't ever question Hashem's ways. And then he said to him, here, I have a handkerchief in my pocket. I'm going to give it to you. I promise you, as long as you keep that handkerchief with you, no harm will happen to you. Nothing bad will happen to you. You will live. The Germans will not be able to kill you. But remember, always keep the handkerchief with you. I took the handkerchief and I was in total awe. I was amazed. They gave me the handkerchief. I put it in my pocket. Unfortunately, a few days later, the Germans killed this great tzaddik. But I continued to live for another few years in the concentration camp. There were many times when I almost died, I almost got killed, and then a miracle happened and saved my life. And I knew it was all because of that handkerchief that the Rebbe had given me and promised that as long as I have the handkerchief, I will not be hurt. At the end of the war, towards the last few months of the war, the handkerchief was already falling apart. I only had a few strings from the handkerchief left. And I was so afraid that I shouldn't have anything left from the handkerchief because I wanted to have that protection from the handkerchief. So I took the few strings that I had left. I tied it tightly on my finger so I would not lose it. And here I am, it says, I survived the war with great, great nisim. Now that's the story, but the story tells us how great people, 
who have really, you know, they have really refined themselves and they served Hashem with great devotion, that they have, they have been able to feel the greatness of Shabbos, no matter where they were, in a tiny, miserable village of Gullahs of exile like Reblevik, which was the most miserable place to live. Nobody wants to ever live there. With him, Shabbos was Shabbos. Or in a concentration camp where people, uh, you know, suffer and get killed every day. But when Shabbos Kodesh comes, they feel like it's a different thing. They're in a different world. They feel the Kedusha Shabbos, the Simcha that they feel is, is hard to understand, hard to imagine. So Kindle, remember, this is what we try to do. When Shabbos comes, we try to be more connected to the Kedusha of Shabbos. Not so, so much get the excitement of the gefilter fish in the kugel. It's okay to have that. It's a mitzvah. But remember, as Hasidim, we try to cherish and be excited more about the meaning of Shabbos, the holiness of Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos, the Neshama Yeseirah.